0: Steph G.
1: Beauty. It's
0: an honor. What's going on? It is truly an honor to be here with you. Hi, Steph. Hi, Dolly. Who I usually just call G. That's my last name, often referred to as just G. Where are we? We're in my semi-rented apartment. It's my first time living alone, essentially sneaking into a friend's place, feeling it, loving it. We're in Little Italy, essentially in Toronto, very cool, hip neighborhood. And right now we're at my kitchen table.
1: Okay, so we're in Toronto, Canada. I love this country. You guys have done a great job here. Steph and I, we went to camp together, summer camp in Algonquin Park, one of the most beautiful parks in Canada. You guys, I know you might not know now, but like we used to rough it in the woods for fifteen days at a time. very important life skills.
0: We know how to build a fire. We know how to canoe an entire lake. We, we know, know how, how to, to have h- fun with nothing,
1: right? Oh my god, it's yeah, we know we've t-
0: flashlights I- can be the best game on planet earth,
1: it's true, and I know so many song lyrics thanks to canoe trips, like right. Rent, rent jinx (laughs) literally the
0: entire musical and I have two nephews now who are eight months old and all I do is sing camp songs and I'm like a wizard to them right I come alive there's this other side of me I actually think it's one of the coolest things about us that we're low-key full-on campers
1: right but now we just like love data love selfies love the internet my
0: blow dryer but alas we have these other skills in our
1: toolbox correct okay so what do you do here in Toronto Canada So
0: I am one of the owners of G Beauty. We are a makeup and skincare studio and lifestyle beauty brand. So we have a location here in Toronto and another location in Miami. My partners happen to be my family. So my two sisters and my mom and I run the business together I am more involved in the day-to-day management of the Toronto store, plus I am our social media director, so Instagram, videos, YouTube, all of that, and uh, we work together really well. We all do different things, and we're just trying to really share with everyone how lifestyle-driven beauty can be.
1: So I've known about G-Beauty, obviously, like my entire relationship, friendship with you, but when did it start? How did it start?
0: So it started in 2005 by my eldest sister Natalie and my mom Miriam they started the business it was super small in the same location we are now and we were really the first ones to start threading in a very easy lifestyle sort of way in a very chic cool stylish studio and we were all about glowing skin great eyebrows and it's grown over the years we opened our Miami location six years ago and we also have a retail store in Toronto called six by G beauty that's clothing we were the ones to bring the fragrances to Canada we have beautiful jewelry, so we are a lifestyle brand through and through. When did you come on to sure. Sheer Beauty? So I was always working in the store on the weekends in high school, but I was pretty useless. I couldn't really figure out my thing. And then I went to university for about six months and really felt uncomfortable there. I just I like to have purpose and I just found myself sort of having nothing to do. School wasn't stimulating for me in that way. So I came home. Both my parents are full entrepreneurs, didn't go to school, never graduated university. So they were totally on board for me coming home. And it sort of happened that one day this girl at the front desk ended up quitting and my sister called me and she was like, someone has to take over the inventory. And I was like, great. Who are we going to choose? She was like, no, no, it's you. And from there, I started taking over the day to day management, inventory, client relations, sales, services, a little bit of everything. And it's grown from there.
1: It's a family business but now that you guys are all partners, you're involved, and I know you talked a lot about social media. Yes. And that's like you've taken that role on big time. And I have to say, as someone who is a social media connoisseur, I think you've Co-com done content monster. Correct. You have done a fabulous job and I'm so inspired by your content. And Thank everyone you. listening, I would love if you would go follow and go check it out because it's great. Thank you. You're so welcome. So how do you do that whole social sure. media? Sure. So thing? I
0: learned a lot. I've learned a lot in the last year, particularly about our social media presence. And we have now a full-fledged e-commerce store, which is really like opening another physical store so i was given great advice by somebody in the creative digital world about using your platform to speak to the lifestyle not so much the physical store or the services in that store because if somebody in russia is looking at our page they're going to feel excluded that they can't come in and get their eyebrows done so Our page reflects our lifestyle, our beliefs, our visual inspirations, our great quotes that we love and our ideal Sunday morning. So we're really creating a lifestyle and a community. Um, I've taken over a really cool initiative every Thursday. It's called Ask the Expert, in which people can DM and do like send in any question they have about beauty, makeup, skin, lifestyle, and I answer it. And I've connected with so many people, which I absolutely love. And I answer all of our DMs. So people ask me about what to use on their skin Or, you know, they're pregnant. What can they use? All of that. So there is a connection in terms of a client can feel that a G person is on our Instagram. You can ask any of us anything, but we're really speaking globally about the products we carry that you can order online and the nail inspo we love. So that I've really applied to our Instagram. And I've also learned that any image that's on the internet, you can share. So I used to only post our own creative content, which is really hard because we post twice a day. So now I will gain inspiration from maybe brands that we carry and I'll repost and tag. Like I'm
1: all about sharing support. That way you can build more, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a mood board. Yeah, I can attest. She's been answering DMs all weekend, <laughs> but it's amazing because yeah, you got to It's so crazy because like, right, the internet doesn't sleep. The, the social media does not sleep. And you have to stay present, especially because you're the one, like, you're part of carrying this brand and seeing this company through. And
0: beauty is particularly individualized, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like a cute top that everyone can wear in a different size. It's like... Hey, I have rosacea and acne. What do I do? Versus someone that's like, I'm super dry and I live in a really hot climate. What do I do? So I really pay attention when I answer people and I really think about the full picture. Like, do they have kids? Do they have five minutes in the morning? Are they realistically going to wear sunscreen? So maybe then I won't recommend an exfoliator. So I really am paying attention whenever you guys send in questions. It's very genuine.
1: You, you know, you've been in this beauty business And was that something that you always wanted to do? Is that something that you always saw yourself doing or obviously family inspired? Yes. But where do you sit with that now? The business started when I was 12.
0: So it's literally been half my life. So it was very natural for me to come into the business. But sure, it took me a while to figure out my thing. I think I am a natural performer in the sense that I am the one just like you comes into the room with the biggest energy, the loudest voice I was like the most obnoxious camper. But I think that I have really found a way in the last year to use it beneficially in the business by making videos and getting on YouTube and performing with the clients in a certain way. I always grew up in Beauty, so it wasn't something that I really thought about. It just was part of my life. I take a lot of pride in the way that I look. It's very important to me. I don't think it's necessarily important for everyone, but it makes me feel more confident. So I enjoy putting my makeup on. I take pleasure in planning my outfits out the night before. So right now I'm really in it. It's kind of hard for me to pull out of it. When I pull out of it, I'm like, "Whoa, we're building this amazing thing." But I'm really in it right now. So I'm I'm learning about the skills that I have. I never considered myself like a digital content kind of person, but as I pull myself out, I'm like, whoa, I really am. So currently a work in progress. Pretend this didn't exist. What totally. would you do? So it's funny you bring that up because you asked me that question a year ago. Dolly came into Toronto and we were lying in bed chatting and she asked me this question and I had no answer. And I don't even know if I told you this, but that bothered me more than anything. It like really resonated with me and I was like, I never thought about that question. Like I never, I just assumed that my life would be one trajectory and I would do the same thing every day. And that didn't bother me at the time. But when you asked that, I got so, I had such a reaction, which I'm actually quite grateful for. So since then I've taken up a lot of hobbies. I dabble in a little bit of singing. Doing the videos has been a total change and shift for me because I never put myself on camera. I was just answering in text. I would definitely be a performer of some kind, maybe acting. I don't think I'm born with the natural gift to sing, but maybe something
1: musical related, but you definitely inspired me. Also, I have to vouch for you. You are, you're a natural performer. You're so funny. Like G was the girl at camp. You, your thing was drama. Yes. And it's hysterical because at camp, you're supposed to be outside. You're supposed to be like, you know, doing archery, sailing, canoeing, but like Dolly gee, is an amazing sailor, BTW. It's something that is something That's a people. Secret skill. It is. It's a secret skill. I love to sail. I haven't done it in years, but like throw me in a sailboat, I could. If probably you got back in the boat, out. yeah, I think you'd so. be turning
0: that jiffy. Is that what it's called? Um,
1: no. Oh what? my god, what is that called? The the the, the steering. Um, yeah,
0: not the jiffy. No,
1: the, no. Oh my god, now so I'm embarrassed. To Guys, we're gonna cut this out. <laughs> um no, G was like in the drama department, like in the rec hall, In the rec hall, behind the piano, directing like camper over there, like walk out now. Took curtain it so closed. Seriously, yeah.
0: by the way. Oh my god, one summer our drama director quit. I got called on my day off and it was the most dramatic phone call and they were like, G, we need you to step in and I'm like, This is my moment. And alas, here we are podcasting.
1: Exactly. So (laughs) it really, that camp really shapes you. Yeah. Now that you're doing G-Beauty, what's some of your proudest work? Well, I actually do something within the
0: company that I don't talk a lot about, but every season I host a sales seminar within the company. It's called a sales seminar, but I'd actually like to change the name because it's not sales focused. It's really about sharing our ethos and our brand mantra within the team because we're always gaining new team members and it's always good to be refreshed. And so once a season we talk about ways to engage the client and how to change up the way you say something or the way you explain a product or, Maybe it's reminding everyone to change up the skin routine for themselves so they get re-invite, re-excited. Uh, we talk about really the purpose of why we were created as a company and what the four of us believe in. And so we host it on a Sunday morning. We have a really fun brunch and it's very interactive. Everybody shares their stories from client interactions to personal interactions and discoveries. And it's quite amazing. And I never think about how big of a deal they are, but when I'm done, I always feel really accomplished. So I have them all saved and maybe one day I'll do something with them. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's they so cool. come- organically, like I don't read about what I want to talk about. It really just comes out of my mouth and I, I prep for them, but there's just something that I've, I'm proud of, I guess.
1: It's always good to reflect reflect, mm-hmm. and to be like, whoa, I did that. And mm-hmm. that feels good. And when you reflect, I think that that can also dictate and help you shape your future. Yes. Like, oh, that good was point. so good. And how can uh, I do that again? Yeah. Or what mm-hmm. What about that did I like? Sure. And maybe it's not like the full experience, but maybe there are like components of it that you really like. Putting all those components together to find what you like even more than that. That's a good point. And what about wavelengths?
0: Sure. So I have a side hustle because I have learned that I can never for one moment sit still, which I quite like about myself, but I always have to find something new to keep it going. So I have always worn hair extensions, but I was always embarrassed to talk about them. Like I would talk about them if someone asked, but they were always like a thing that people just gave you a bit of side eye about. So I've always had extensions and I've recently, the last three years, have been wearing tape-in extensions For anyone who doesn't know, essentially it's a form of hair tape that you tape into the hair. It sounds aggressive, but it's actually the most gentle form of a hair extension. And I love the results with it. It's very natural feeling and looking like nobody can ever tell. And if you touch my head, you can't feel them. And my sister and I both wear them. And every time I get them done, I'm always sitting there being like, I can fully do this. So I've watched a billion YouTube videos and the person who does my hair has taught me a bit as well. And I've started doing them. The process takes about an hour and a half, and essentially, I purchase really beautiful real hair that's already been colored and treated, and then I install it, and I style it. It lasts for about eight weeks, and then I take them out and restyle them and re-input them again. Um, you can do everything with them. You can work out, shower, brush them, heat, iron, everything, and just makes you feel sexier. Who doesn't love to feel sexier? And the like <laughs> secret trademark that I have to you know figure out would
1: be Wavelengths. Right. That's the hashtag?
0: That's the hashtag.
1: And what about life in Toronto? What's it like here for people? Okay, because every time I'm at home, I'm like, I'm going to Toronto. Yeah. And I and I don't think I ever can explain what's so fabulous about it. Sure. But as a native Torontonian, what I do you love say, about place? I was going to say, I feel like place? you have great memories in
0: Canada. So that probably puts a helpful golden glow on it. Yeah. Canada is a wonderful place to live. We have great health care. We have lots of amazing services. We were just talking about um, health insurance last night. Life in Canada is great. Just like I mentioned, I just moved downtown for the first time in my young adult life, and I love it. I live in this cool house slash apartment underneath this girl that we went to camp with, which is just an amazing full circle. It's insane. Um, But life in Canada is great. I love the independence that I feel here. We were even talking about racism and discrimination. Of course it exists, but we're really lucky that it's a very open-minded country. It's a very diverse country. There's everyone from every walk of life living in the city. It's a very kind, happy place. Please and thank you, you know. And um, there's a lot to offer here. I really think that Toronto is the calm version of New York City. Mm -hmm. Our food restaurant scene is really picking up. TIFF is obviously a huge Toronto film festival. It's an amazing exciting thing that we host here in September so it's a great city I really recommend it come on out to Canada <laughs> who knew I was such an ambassador for I know States. and
1: who knew this was like a Canadian advertisement what kind of media do you consume personally yeah yeah.
0: Um, I'm really a Netflix person although your Netflix has more than ours does to offer mm. and unfortunately you can't watch HBO it's very challenging to get HBO on my computer but alas one day that will come um, but I don't watch TV on the reg I really consume so much Instagram like so much so that I need to like do be mindful to take a break and I do I still go on websites I, I certain websites I really look forward to checking and music music I love music I'm a big R&B hip-hop listener um, one of my best friends is a musician at Jesse Gold Music check him out but he's always introducing me to new stuff I've been taking these singing lessons and my singing teacher pushes me to try and listen to new things. So right now I'm in an Adele phase. Last week, she's like, it's Aretha Franklin only. And I'm like, okay, let's relax. But I need to be taught.
1: Okay. Let's go back to Instagram for a second. Let's do it. Okay. We both know Instagram is such an amazing tool and you have seriously grown a business on Instagram. And I know that you have like, you have so many good things to say about it, which I would love to hear Mm -hmm. what you think about it. But then Mm -hmm. I also want to know, like you're talking about you need a detox, right? Sure. Okay. Why? What, what do you think that it does to people? And Where do you think that, like, sometimes it could be taken too far? Sure.
0: I, for me, I'm. Very aware of my mental health, and I always want to keep on top of it because, like everyone, I have challenges with stress and anxiety. And I find that I often look and use my phone as a way to negate reflecting what's in my head. And then I end up never figuring out that thing that was bothering me or causing me that stress or anxiety. And so, in the moment, it's like a form of relief because I don't have to deal with what's in my head, but then I never circle back to what was bothering me. So that's, and sometimes my friends will tell me, like, you're on your phone a lot, and I don't even realize it. I just think I use it as like a mini escape. And then I never actually figure out what it was, why I went on my phone. So that's for me why I have to remember to take a break. I wish it wasn't the first thing I checked in the morning. Like, I wish I took that moment to like, just check in with myself, not necessarily meditate, but like, hey, what's
1: up today? Well, it's become habitual, definitely. Yes. Like it's, we're addicts, we're it's obsessed. Er- Yeah, it's extremely addictive. Right, and I don't think that, it's not necessarily, I don't know if it's you being like, I need to escape from reality right the second, let me check my phone. I really think that it's partially habitual, just like, you having your phone, and like, not when I say you, I mean like totally no, the no. ambiguous you. Yeah. And like, I do the same thing, like, I'll pick up my phone just to look, and I'm like, what am I looking at
0: exactly? Right? No, it's, it's definitely
1: a form of an addiction for sure.
0: And I do like, I never understood when people are like, oh, you get that hit of dopamine when you get all these likes. And I, for me, it's like, I'll search somebody that I know is not good for me just to see what they're up to, and then I'm like, I am the one facilitating this bad energy. So I have to be the one that stops, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's very few people in the world that I have beef with, but those that I do, I like always want to keep my eye on it, which is just so toxic. So I really am mindful to just use it for good. Like my sister always says, like, it's all about what you use it for. It could be a great building tool for a business. It could be a great platform to talk about a new side hustle you have. Or it can be detrimental. It could make you want to compare yourself to others or see love in a certain light. And we all know these things are not fully true. It's just all about how you use it. And my sister always makes me laugh. She's like, the coolest thing you could do is just not check it. You don't have to be dramatic and delete it and block people. Like, just be above it and don't check it that much.
1: So that's like easier said than done. Absolutely. But that would be super powerful, you know? Totally. Yeah one, Like, I wanted to go off Instagram, and I did a week. I rem- yeah. I, t- I took a week off, and I was like, I'm just not checking it. I'm turning my notifications off. And I have to say, I was much more productive without it. Of course. It was crazy. Like, I wasn't thinking about people's lives on it, and I also... And you
0: end up caring about things and people that you would never, like totally i mean i was
1: reading more i was not like on my phone not even just books but it was like i was reading the news if someone sent me an article rather than just like reading the headline like i go read the article i would maybe paying
0: more attention to your emails absolutely exactly
1: so of course i redownloaded it because we all it's like you need it you also want to be connected to the world you know like i
0: said instagram can be used as a powerful tool to keep on top of trends like especially for G beauty. There's things that I don't want to miss a beat about and I want to keep on top of that. And I know that people come to our page for that visual beauty and for that excitement and for that connection. So it's important that I'm on it, but on my own personal feed, yeah, I spend an extra 30 minutes before bed looking at things I don't need to look at mm-hmm. and then my eyes burn and then I'm more tired and it's a, it can be a challenging cycle, but we should be mature enough to turn it off. And get a good restful
1: sleep. (laughs) 2019 is coming up. So maybe that can be a resolution. Listen,
0: Rosh Hashanah just passed. That's true.
1: That's a new year. So do you have any advice for people around our age that Mm -hmm. are, you know, not sure about what they want to do or they want to start a side hustle? What do you suggest to them?
0: honestly, one of the things that I don't like about social media is that you have to have this like deep passion for something and then you create an account and it's like all you can talk about and think about and display. I actually think that's total bullshit. And I think it creates this like unhappiness if you don't have that thing. So yes, I'm in the beauty industry and I'm speaking about it all the time, but it's because I am knowledgeable about it and I'm learning about it, but that doesn't mean it's all I think about or do. So I think ultimately you have to pick something and life in certain Regards, things are temporary. So pick something, get really deep in it. If it's something that you're interested in, get your 10,000 hours so that you become an expert at it, and then keep it moving. One of the best pieces of advice I've ever received is to keep it moving. You know, try new things, dabble, put things out there. Obviously, nothing too risque that you'll regret, but put things out there, try, connect, talk. Like you just have to keep it moving and try things. But I, I think that eventually you just pick something. You know, Mm -hmm. you know. Like I knew I wasn't going to be a mathematician, but I pick something that does speak to me. I do my makeup every day. I enjoy it. You know, it's not that it's so far
1: fetched, but you have to pick something. Right. I think you're right. It's all temporary. Like, pick it, get deep in it. If it's not, right? Keep it moving. Yep. Go on to the next. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to accomplish in your young adult life? I think there's a lot of things. I think right now I'm trying to like dip my toes into
0: a lot of things and then figure out what it is that I like. I think a goal for me would just to feel proud of myself inside. Like that may sound a bit not confident, but I exude a lot of confidence, but I think I also look for a lot of external validation. And so I'm looking forward to getting to the point in my young adult life where it doesn't matter if someone likes it or doesn't like it, that I feel good with what I've put out there. That I, would be cool. I love that you said that because I don't think that's something tangible. That's right. Which is cool. I feel lucky that I can achieve things in a tangible way. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm relatively good with money in the sense that I don't spend it on things and regret it. So I feel that if there's something I want, I will find a way to get it. But yeah, that would be like a really cool goal in my young adult life. Like not looking for a guy to validate me or a client or a business opportunity or, a photo, you know, if I could really feel that inside and be like, I know I did a good job. I know I put the hard work in. That would be sexy AF.
1: Drinks are coffee. Drops the mic. Hello, Dolly. And we're done. I love that. And just knowing you, just because I know you so well, I think that you have come such a far way. I really, and I don't mean that in like a, you know, belittling way, but I think that, I don't know if you know how far you've come and I don't know. And I think that that speaks for a lot of people. Like it's really hard to measure that. I think also our twenties
0: are for putting our head down and pushing through. And Mm -hmm. I love being around you because I, same for you. I don't think you see it, but you have to remind yourself how refreshing you are for people. And you are that for me. But really your question a year ago really shook me up because I, my, my, my vision was so narrow. It really, I thought there was only one path to get to what I wanted. I didn't even know what I wanted. And I always thought that having this or that would make me happy or complete my life. And now I see that it's so much bigger and greater than that. And I can only make it happen if I participate in life, you know, so you are a very good reminder of that for
1: me. Wow. That's so nice. I think that like we can't not do this podcast and you not give. Beauty Let's tips. do it. Ask yeah. me anything. This is a question I have for you. Beauty is not just for ladies. No. Yeah. So what about the guys? Listen, skin
0: is skin. So I really don't like when brands are like, "This is a product for men" or "This is a face cream for women," because the skin is skin. Most men, their skin is a little bit thicker than a woman, but other than that, the skin is the same. The pores are the same. Aging happens similarly from the same thing. So for me, it's important to educate anybody on the ingredients and what their skin is deprived of or what they need. So for everyone, I recommend vitamin C, no matter if you're 12 or 85, that's the most important in terms of a serum for everyone to wash their face, for everyone to hydrate and for everyone to take care of their eyes. And I think men get put under this umbrella where they're not supposed to care, or if they do, it's metrosexual, but it's very cool to care. It's the same as if you were, you know, eating well versus not eating well. And the skin is the biggest organ. So it takes in what you do or don't put on it. So dudes, DM me, ask me questions about your skin. I am here to help you and make you feel great because men are also limited to what they can do to look, you know, to look great. And I think, you know, women have this advantage of like makeup is totally normal and spending time on our hair, but men deserve to take care of themselves and look great too. So. No totally. Judgment. And SPF. SPF for everyone. Mm-hmm. Also,
1: gentle plug on my end. Yes. Can you tell everyone about your facial yesterday? Oh my God. Okay, guys. Thank you. I land <laughs> in Toronto, 9 a.m. Steph comes and picks me up from the airport. With a fresh cup of coffee. Because i got to take care of my friends. Not only with a fresh cup of coffee, with a bag of crispy crispy
0: crispy grapes
1: Great. okay <laughs> I was like wow where do I leave the five-star review for this uber then we're in the car and she's like on the phone with the store and she's like Dolly want a facial I'm like Ah, did I hear that correctly? Absolutely, I want a facial. I got a facial. I don't even know. I, I really don't know what went down at that facial, but I woke up this morning and I was like, whoa, I'm looking clear. Amazing. So what everyone needs to know
0: is that facials are for everyone. Even if you're the most sensitive person on planet Earth, you still have dead skin accumulated on the top surface. So yesterday, Dolly had one of our best treatments called the micromanagement. It's 75 minutes, and essentially, we use microdermabrasion to lift the dead skin. So Dolly has beautiful skin, but especially living in New York, you're exposed to so much pollution. So the micro lifts all that dead skin, and then whatever we put on the skin, your skin will absorb that much more. So we did tons of hydration. We did LED lights to help to kill bacteria and to anti-age to promote collagen, and then we hydrated with tons of serums and moisturizers, but your skin looks beautiful. I recommend a facial at least once a season because the weather changes Mm. and we get buildup from vacation, from swimming, you know, in the summertime to wearing tons of moisturizer in the winter, makeup, pollution. Even when we're on an airplane, all that recycled air, it can really clog the pores. So facials are for everyone, but it was so good to have you in our facial bed.
1: Oh my God, it was so fun. i felt yeah. like a queen. You are. It was so fun. So yeah, everyone, I guess go get facials because I was always very hesitant with a facial because I was scared of like scarring my face of or course. it being too intense and it's gentle.
0: Absolutely. Everything is customized. That's one thing that... I think sometimes we can lose sight of because of all these YouTube bloggers and everyone's talking about a certain way of wearing makeup or a certain facial and everything at G Beauty is customized to your skin, to your price range, to your lifestyle. You know, I'm not going to give you six products to use. I'm going to give you three and make sure you really use them. So we're very aware of you and we want to make sure that it's built into your lifestyle, but facials, are such a misconception. And I'm so glad that you got one that you felt that you really understood mm-hmm. and saw the result. Mm-hmm. So I'm
1: happy. And then, and what about, what kind of, like a drink? Like I, you know, you have so many lemons. I'm looking at a bowl of lemons in at <laughs> home. Well, I guess drink and eat. Like you are so good at eating right.
0: Always a work in progress. But no, you. you really
1: are. And do you have any food tips about how to eat beautifully so that your body reflects it not only in like maybe your digestive system or your skin what yeah. are those like like eating, it's all yeah. connected i mean i'm sure people feel that already when they're
0: aware of their body and their skin but when you eat well i'm sure you can see the results and when you don't eat well you can feel it or maybe you get a breakout so it is all connected your body does digest everything you eat obviously and the skin because it's an organ will reflect that so to eat mindfully In terms of beauty, that's focusing on eating hydrating foods, So fruits and vegetables that are filled with water. It's not just about drinking water. It's also about eating water. So really hydrating foods is really important. If you suffer from oil production and breakouts like me, you do want to avoid dairy because unfortunately it is an acidic food that can cause reactions like breakouts, redness, irritation, itchiness. If you want to take a bit of a detox, scaling back on a lot of meat is always beneficial. Maybe having it once a day as opposed to three times a day or, you know, committing yourself to three times a week where you're more veggie based. But I also don't believe in restricting yourself. Everything comes in phases. If you drink a lot of wine one night, be mindful to drink a lot of water the next day. Like the worst thing you could do is punish yourself because I really know that when people are upset with their skin or their body, that anger will absolutely keep whatever is happening where it is. Mm -hmm. You won't lose weight if you're so mad at yourself. You'll only lose weight if you open up your mind and like, start to relax and take care of it and nurture yourself. And same with your skin. I heard the most amazing advice from Dr. Dennis Gross. If any of you follow him, he's a really big doctor in New York city, but he has an amazing skincare brand. And he told me like, when you break your arm, you don't go to the doctor and they say, we'll break your other arm. It will heal faster. They're like, okay, take it easy. We're going to put it in a cast. You're not going to do anything with your arm. But there's this misconception with the skin and the body that if you're unhappy with what's happening, they're like, okay, well, let's put acid on your face and let's like do lasers or starve yourself and, you know, eat a very minimal amount and just have iceberg lettuce. Like the skin doesn't heal faster. It will actually get more agitated and aggressive and everything will slow down. So you actually have to nurture yourself when you're wanting to change things and be kinder to yourself and take the moment to connect to whatever it is you want to fix. Amazing. And can you give me three foods that have a lot of water in them? Yes. Celery. Well, lemon is great because it's a natural detox. So putting that in your water, fruit, like berries, all thin-skinned fruits, like grapes, berries, blueberries, blackberries, those are amazing. And probably the last one would be, well, mushrooms are a great beauty food. They have lots of antioxidants. Another thing I really believe in is the Super Elixir Greens that I got you started on. It's um, a formula of 45 organic ingredients that remove acidity in the body. So acidity is related to redness, breakouts, Lack of energy, poor quality sleep. So we sell that at G Beauty. You can DM me any questions you have about it. Maybe you can speak to it. But taking
1: your greens every day is so important. Yeah, I just started on it mm-hmm. and you recommended it to me for anti-inflammatory purposes yes. because I had a leg injury. I mean, I've been on it for a week, but it feels good. Yeah. But I'm excited to see like what I'll for feel. For sure. Like After
0: 30 days you'll exactly yeah. you'll feel a difference. But inflammation is a huge cause of so many issues. Muscle pain, joint issues, skin issues, hair, weight, everything. It's, it's actually something that will start to come through a lot. People will hear the word inflammation a lot, and the goal is to reduce it as much as possible. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, time to plug. Let's do it. Okay, where can we learn more about you? So my personal Instagram is Steph G Beauty, and my business account is G Beauty Studio. And so far right now, everything personal is related to my Steph G-Beauty page. But if this Wavelengths hair hustle builds up, maybe we'll start a new page. And our lifestyle brand is called Six by G-Beauty. So it's the number six by G-Beauty. My cousin Michelle runs the shop. She's super cool. And she posts amazing outfits every day. And we ship globally,
1: international. So anything you wish, you can order and click a button. Amazing. And then you can purchase anything from G-Beauty in Canada or in America or is it internet can can it be anywhere in the world It
0: can be anywhere in the world we also retail some of our products at Face Gym which is in the UK it's kind of like a little G beauty but it's all about working out for the face they do really cool facial massages um so we retail our products in the UK but yes everything we can send anything anywhere
1: gbeauty.com makeup serums skincare, skincare beauty supplements body brushes and everything G, thank you so much oh, for doing this pleasure. with me. And thanks for having me. I love this Come place. Come to Toronto every weekend, <laughs>
0: honestly. We'll find you a really cool, handsome, Jewish, Canadian boy.
1: And then you'll be a <laughs> Canadian. All right, great. I want that citizenship. Okay. Thank you. Talk soon. Go follow G. Bye. Bye.